0: to another edition of What's What BR. Today we have some special guests with us. We have Paul Arigo and Karen Offord from Visit Baton Rouge with us. How are you guys doing today?
1: Doing good.
2: Doing great.
0: Thanks. Good to hear. We got background scenery there. I'm still sitting here in the same office, but uh, don't have anything fancy there. So tell me, Visit Baton Rouge. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, let's just clear the air real quick. Uh, Paul, give us the Reader's Digest version, what is it you guys, you know, what are you here for, what are you doing, how are you helping?
1: Well, generically, in different communities, we might be called a Tourist Commission, a Tourist and Convention Bureau, a destination marketing organization. Uh, We represent a certain geographic area of, in our case, Baton Rouge as uh, promoting Baton Rouge as a destination for conferences, leisure travel, uh, servicing events that come to town, pursuing events, um, greeting all the riverboats that come to town. We are a political subdivision of the state. There are some 60-some-odd destination marketing organizations throughout the state of Louisiana. Many just carry or cover one parish. Some carry uh, two parishes, like um, shreveport uh carries uh, those two. But we are one of several destination marketing organizations toured uh, uh, with, uh, with bringing uh, visitors, conventions, et cetera, to the Baton Rouge and Baton Rouge area.
0: So you're the voice for Baton Rouge to get those people here people are marketing businesses. We're trying to, you know, the restaurants are trying to pull me in. You're not trying to pull me to the restaurant. You're trying to pull the guy from Houston, you know, right. into, you know, right. the restaurant. but, but so I you're can working you on left. behalf.
1: Over the last several weeks, it's changed a lot that we're trying to get the locals out, too, because it's important that our restaurants and attractions survive. And uh, something I I need to mention that we are not, uh, although we work very closely with the city, we're not a city agency. We work very closely with the Raisin Cane River Center. We're not part of them. We work with the downtown development district and the the mid-city merchants. Uh, We are funded entirely by a hotel-motel tax, so there's no... um, Uh, direct uh, funding that comes from the city or from uh, the parish uh, to us. So,
0: and by and large, most people that are in hotels are, you know, guests coming into the city. So your work is being done paid on by somebody else. So Uh,
1: again, a visitor comes to Vatten Rouge stays in a hotel funds us to go after more visitors to stay in hotels. We're sort of like a perpetual motion machine.
0: I like that. So uh, jumping in real quick. So, Karen, where do you fall in the perpetual motion machine? So,
2: I handle the marketing efforts for Visit Baton Rouge, so marketing mm-hmm. and technology. So, we really, uh, really make sure that the word gets out, making sure that the brand of Baton Rouge is out there to, um, you know, make sure that people are aware of, of Baton Rouge when looking at a destination to visit.
0: And we mentioned, you know, we talked about it from a destination. I uh, think, you know, Paul, you hit on it. It's, it is a destination, but, it, you know, the desert's a destination. You know, you don't want to just go hang out. You know, it, it's what makes it up. It's the restaurants. It's the hotels. It's the, it's the environment, you know, that it's in. Yeah,
1: I think that's a lot to do with our brand. And, you know, coming off <coughs> of, and it's very important, coming off of a very successful LSU football season where i think we were america's team this year and certainly the term baton rouge was spread out in the media in a positive way uh for several months in the fall so um we recognize that uh, there are several destinations you know each one is unique we feel that uh, we are a bit of all of louisiana a little cajun creole uh all south of uh, florida parishes so we think that we've got a a a a very blended brand, and we also think that uh, part of what we uh, we're known for is having very nice people. You know, we're very accommodating and very uh, very much in a hospitality. We love having company. It's a Southern thing.
0: Uh, absolutely, I do work with people across the country, across the globe, and you can genuinely tell the difference. You know, when I can I can be on a phone conference. <clears throat> not even video. And I can just tell, and it's not even an accent thing. It's just the way people, you know, the way we go through things, you know, it's the yes ma'am, the no ma'am. It's the, you know, it's kind of the, just the way you were raised and the, and it's also, it it seems as we slow it just a little bit down, you know, like it's, we'll yeah. take time to talk about, you know, how's your mom, you know, how's your family, you know, and that things make a difference. You don't get that, you know, other we
1: visit, we visit. Yeah. And, yeah. We, and and it's part of what we are, and I think it's very unique, and certainly the brand Baton Rouge, the name itself is so unusual. When you think of a state capital, you know, it's not Jackson, Austin, Montgomery, uh, Madison. It sounds like people's names, but the name Baton Rouge is just a, the most unique state capital name, and one of the most unique city names, I think, and, and it's sort of uh, – it's sort of cool, and I think along those lines, we're very proud of having that name, Baton Rouge. You know, it's French, and it means red stick. And when we travel, people ask us, you know, how are things in Baton Rouge, thinking that we all talk with that uh, that Cajun accent, and, and you can tell with the way I'm speaking, I'm not from Baton Rouge. I'm from that suburb of Baton Rouge called New Orleans. <laughs>
0: exactly. So what's going on, uh, Karen, do you have – you're kind of in that marketing, you know, cogwheel, you know, what's what's been going on with you guys lately? You know, obviously, you know, the 10,000 pound gorilla in the room is, you know, we're all in the middle of this COVID-19. It's affected everybody. Everybody that I've talked to businesses have all had their disaster recovery plans for when the server went down or their, you know, office burned down. I've yet to meet anybody that had a pandemic plan. I don't know if you guys were different, but, Nobody's done it. And so what are some of the things that you guys how have you and it's you know the word pivot, you know, I'm getting tired of saying it, but how you guys, you know, what have you guys done, you know, lately?
2: Yeah, so great question. And no, we were not different than any other person. We did not have any prior knowledge that this pandemic was coming. We didn't, you know, use our fortune teller to get that information. However, um, you know, we went into emergency mode and Mid-March, just like everybody else did. And, and you know, our entire industry was turned upside down um, at that point. Uh, you know, travel immediately came to a halt. And we kind of said, well, well, what is our purpose? What do we do? And really, it was to be more local. Um, we are a part of this community, and that is exactly the mode that we went into, is how do we how do we do what we do on a daily basis to bring visitors to the city to turn that message locally? And how do we make people feel a little more comfortable about the city that they live in? And how do we deliver the message of who is open, who's not open, where is it safe to go? And just providing those ideas to locals, that um, kind of spin the, the message of, you know, there's nothing to do. There's a lot to do. And here's everything you can do while still, um, staying safe and observing social distancing. So the local became local.
1: I, th- I think Karen hit the nail on the head. There's a, there's a saying in our industry now that's, that's relatively new. If a community is a great place to live, it'll be a great place to visit. If it's a great place to visit, it will be a great place to do business in and a great place to bring business to. So we work hand in hand with other organizations, Baton Rouge Area Foundation, Baton Rouge uh, Area Chamber et cetera, we understand that we've got to have um, this product, Baton Rouge, that we promote out market. You know, we're the, the – technically, when somebody comes here, we're exporting business. You know, we're bringing business here. <laughs> and the unique thing about a traveler is uh, they, they leave money behind. They don't uh, use our schools. So we use our roads. We hope they don't use our police or our fire department. It's not like they use our services. It's it's like money that's brought into our community and it's spread around. It's spread around on all different levels: semi-skilled, unskilled, and skilled uh, labor. All um, uh, are involved in in the product and the service of of Baton Rouge. And I think it's
0: you know I was thinking about something while you were you know talking about it. It's. You know, with these people coming in, you know, with you know, people I find people that you know, they're traveling in and I've bumped into people before just waiting in line and you know, where are you, you know, where you're from, what are you doing? And I've even caught myself, I'm like, Oh, you're going to do what? Oh, I didn't even know we had that. You know, I didn't uh-huh. know that was an option. You know, I think a lot of times because <clears throat> you know, I can remember as a child before, you know, the maps and I was younger, I remember you know, my mother and my aunts and uncles, everybody would sit around a table and it's kind of a running joke now. But I remember they used to try to decide where we were, we were going to go on vacation. And I would hear them, which I've learned now, but I would hear them before as they were laughing, joking, saying, well, we can't go there. That's eight inches away, you know, or that's 12 inches. Well, there's no way we're going. We have to stay within six inches. And they were kind of measuring on the map. But I bring it up because we never really looked at our own desk, back like in our own backyard. And right right now, that's where we've got to be kind of as a community. Um, In the tech space, I've gotten involved with different, you know, tech companies. We have an expression that we use, you know, if you write software, if you use different things, it's the expression called, you know, you eat your own dog food, you know. So, you know, visit where, you know, you've got a lot of things to do here that you guys can, you know, express to people right now. We may not be, you know, importing those people in and, you know, the tourists might not be there, but we still have some of the best restaurants, you know, around, we've got some of the best things to go see. Um, I'm looking at your backgrounds, you know, those are public areas. You just walk around, you know, there. Very
1: affordable destination too. And uh, we were having a conversation with the group of people a couple of weeks ago, and we're talking about the recovery of Baton Rouge, which I spun to the rediscovery of Baton Rouge, because like you said, so many of us are not aware of uh, what we have, not only the the older attractions. I see Karen's got the old State Capitol behind her. I've got the Planetarium, but things like uh, Top Golf and Main Event and uh, Electric Depot and all the new restaurants we have. How many of our locals have not experienced any of that? And how many of our locals can invite out-of-town friends and family? to visit baton rouge at the appropriate time you know we've got so much here like i said we're accessible within the state we're affordable uh, as a destination hotels attractions restaurants etc and uh we're a pretty good place to visit
0: yeah well and there's a lot of things that you can't you know i know we're all you know we're pick the phase you know phase one will depending on when you're watching this we could be phase two we could be phase three but there's still you know there's I know people that, you know, live in cities that it's amazing. You know, they just think, you know, the fact that we could go drive down and go walk and just look at the river, you know, walk the river walk, you know, it's beyond, because they don't have that. You know, we've grown up with that. We appreciate, you know, we, we hear people complain about driving over the bridge, you know, and, you know, sitting in, you know, those kind of things. But it's like, those are things that you're complaining about that people would love to do, you know, to be able to just go walk around that. There's still things you can do now and take some time, you know, as I've been telling everybody, we talked with, you know, one person, they said, We've been given the gift of time, you know, with this. And I think that's important to where, you know, the kind of the way that I was talking about it is before I heard that is we have the ability to do kind of our someday maybe list. You mm-hmm. know, we all have this is the stuff that we need to do. You know, you guys have, you know, I was kicking around on the website before we jumped into here. Um, it's the amount of information that you've got on the website, you know, just there where somebody can go in and say, You know what? Maybe I can't go do it today, but I can do it, you know, next week or where it is. Make that bucket list because not only is it going to be an experience for you, but it's going to help the community here, you know, that.
1: Yeah. yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And and as Karen will attest, our research indicates that the number one reason people visit Baton Rouge is to visit friends and family. You know, being a state capital and with the petrochemical industry we have in two major universities, we all know people from somewhere else, particularly with the universities in the industry. And, and when you look at, you know, people, our neighbors, what have you, very diverse community that have friends and family elsewhere, whether it's through connections with universities or, or the industries or what have you. So I think that's another asset that we have that. The, the ability to draw out-of-town friends and family, and at the appropriate time, that's something we're going to be going after, as well as the, the nearby drive-in market. We recognize that um, air service will not be what we want it to be for the immediate future, so we're going to concentrate on that drive-in market, uh, both for leisure travel and, of course, for the conventions, conferences, and events that we, we uh, host.
0: What have you, have you, are we too early? Are you hearing, you know, different things with, you know, you've talked obviously probably, you know, from the hotels and, you know, when you talk about those conventions, is there any information that you're kind of hearing? Is there a pulse or is it still that needles, you know, just back and forth all over the place right now?
1: Actually, the hotel occupancy has uh, not only in Baton Rouge, but nationally has ticked up. A little bit. Now, that's for a variety of reasons. We think business has picked up, and also there have been some temporary closings of uh, different hotels that have uh, lowered the inventory. But we see a slight into, uh, up, uptick right now, and up specifically with this phase one with people getting out to restaurants. Uh, many of our attractions are open. Um, you know, I think a selling point too is uh, uh, this weekend. Uh, Labor Day weekend, and I just read that um, if you're driving to Florida, you're going to get quarantined for two weeks if you're coming from Louisiana. Well, don't go to Florida. <laughs> Spend your staycation here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and see what we have. We've got some great hotels. We've got some great restaurants. We've got some great attractions. Wow. I hadn't heard that one,
0: you know, yet, but I've heard, it's the new times that we live in. So – you know, with that, you know, you're seeing a little bit of an uptick. I've talked to a lot of people. It seems like that uptick has happened, you know, last week and this week. You know, mm-hmm. it's been some of the best weeks, you know, that we've had. What um, What do you guys, you know, do you have any plans, anything coming down the road? You know, what's the, you know, what's kind of that next, you know, when you guys are sitting down going, okay, we're winding down this week. We've had two little better weeks, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I talked to somebody the other day, they were – saying that they've never been so happy to see such low numbers, you know, but the movement in the numbers, you know, was so exciting, you know, to be able to see. So, uh-huh. you know, is there anything, you know, what's the big or what's the next week, you know, what's
1: that look like for you guys? That's a marketing question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure, so this is something Brandon that we're following very closely because one of the things that we do understand um, is that in order to bring visitors to the city we have to make sure that locals feel comfortable um, with their own city before we can bring others to the city and so we really are monitoring we're talking to businesses um, every day of the week and just kind of really understanding so what does business look like what what has changed you know and it's a slow and steady crawl to be honest with you here i think there's a lot of um concern as i think there should be um but I, I think the the positive news is that the numbers are increasingly inclining, are uh, inclining. So um, that is really good information. And I think you know, next week, the next couple of weeks, we may be in a different phase. We may be inching toward a new phase. Um, that's all going to really um, impact our efforts. And and the closer we're seeing to the locals becoming comfortable. That's the the sooner that we can bring that regional, that statewide uh, audience back into the city and really kind of um, making an impact there. So we're not quite there yet, but I do see within the next couple of weeks, things changing a bit.
0: I was thinking, you know, before we were getting on here, I was thinking about, you know, the conventions and, you know, do you guys think, or maybe this is just because I don't have any pulse on this market at all, which I don't, but. Do you think, my thought was, as we, you know, people have talked about, you know, well, what's going to happen with trade shows? What's going to happen with conventions? You know, obviously that's a big question, but I have to believe, I don't think that whole market is just going to evaporate. You know, I think it'll come back, but I, I was thinking we might be in a really good place because we do have some really good attractions. We are reasonably easy to get in and out of. And when you look at bigger cities like, you know, New Orleans or New York, or my, they've got just such a high concentration of people that it might be. It's like, you know, Hey, I don't, I maybe, you know, I want to go to a show, but I don't want to go to, you know, some of these huge conventions, you know, that are in New York or in Las Vegas that maybe some of your smaller markets like Baton Rouge turn tend to get booked a lot faster because there are other things to do. Is that, I don't know what I'm talking about, or is that a possibility that people are talking about?
1: Well, I think from a convention point of view, you're absolutely right. And, and, you know, with the distancing, that's going to all change how much longer that's going to be in, uh, in play we don 't know, but what we 've got here is is for, for a city outside some relatively large meeting areas that uh, conferences can be held both indoors and outdoors you know I think uh, some there 's going to be some uh, some uh, different activities that we 're going to see where um you might see gatherings held outside or in tents or in parks or what have you when you take downtown particularly with the whole greenway and all the green space we have downtown looking at Karen with the stage downtown so that's going to be option i think the river center is going to play a part in this particularly with those meetings that need a lot of space even though they don't have a lot of people um in attendance so i think the, the convention and meeting market will be a little slower behind the first market we anticipate is corporate travel because for two two and a half months almost three months the uh commerce has not connected face to face really face to face with each other so we think the business traveler will be the first to uh, to come on board but we also see leisure because it's pent-up travel Um, a pent-up demand for travel. Uh, We're getting into that time right now. Uh, You're going to have a relatively short summer season if school normally, you know, if school starts on time. So we hope that that things will open up within the next couple of weeks that we can pursue that leisure travel. We do see events coming back on, we hope, in the fall. We've got a full football season. We hope uh, in the fall we'll have some of our um, postponed Events and festivals coming on board because that's a big uh, uh, attraction too to bring folks to Baton Rouge. So uh, we'll just have to see how things go. But certainly conventions, those that have canceled, we're trying to rebook for future dates. Uh, trying to get them to postpone for uh, maybe into the fall, or trying to get them to come back to Baton Rouge on a, on a, a definite basis. So uh, we've got a, a staff that's that's diligently and, and, and been very busy trying to uh, really rebook business.
0: Yeah, I can imagine that's hard for you guys. You know, I've talked to a lot of, you know, companies, they have their sales teams. And, you know, a lot of the sales teams get deflated where they're like, "Yo, people aren't spending money right now. But you guys are in that business of like, hey, come to Baton Rouge, come bring your event here. You know, so it's got to be different conversations you know and you know how that works you know is that do you guys see that people are even you know are people talking or is it like hey it's still too early and it's just you know hey touching base with people
1: i think it's a combination we've had some success in rebooking some conventions some are on standby not knowing if they would have a 2020 convention at all because when you get to a point you get out of that year cycle which uh, which could be uh, challenging, you know, you can't have a conference in the fall and then again in the spring. And, and most of the spring business, or all of the spring business, for the most part, have been postponed or, or canceled. So, you know, we're looking at booking some business into 21, 2021 and 2022 uh, as far as the conference and conventions go. Sports business is going to be big for us too, talking about tournaments because that's outdoor space. And with the now the demand for a certain amount of space to accommodate people at, let's just say, 25% today, maybe one day it'll be 50% of capacity. Well, you won't have that challenge with outdoor tournaments, soccer, baseball, et cetera. So that's something we're going to be concentrating on, too, in the immediate future. Yeah, I
0: think, you know, when you said tournament, my mind just kind of immediately, you know, jumped. You know, a lot of people are thinking – you know, LSU sports, you know, Southern sports, you know, big conventions, but, you know, there's soccer tournaments, there's, you know, these baseball tournaments, you know, and these guys, you know, these guys bring an incredible amount of people, you know, into the community.
1: <laughs> and uh, during the season, we have activity along those lines. And uh, it depending on the sport, it brings families, it brings extended families, you know, people come in, and and enjoy the city, and a, the the kids play, and of course, with that comes the grandmothers and grandfathers, and moms and dads, and sisters, etc. So that's certainly a market that we, we've been uh, fortunate with, and and uh, hopefully in the future we'll continue to have uh, uh, success.
0: So tell me, are there any conversations we talked about? You know, local community, you know, local people helping, you know, you know, restaurants going out supporting, you know, and kind of you know, eating your own dog food, as we said, is there anything for, you know, that business, you know, that business owner here who's, you know, like, hey, maybe, you know, hey, maybe you thought of, or maybe you were running your, you know, convention somewhere else, or maybe you were trying to do something, or like, hey, why don't you just do it here, you know, I've been, in Madden Ridge?
1: I've been in this business 45 years, and for 45 years in this business, I have been preaching to if you hold leadership in an organization, it could be a fraternal group, it could be a garden club, it could be a trade association, a professional society. Why not invite that group to Baton Rouge? Particularly if you hold leadership in 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 those uh, organizations. And when you look at LSU Southern and the industry here, so many of those employees hold leadership in or be it the Magazine Publishers Association or. Um, uh, Southern Press Association. So many of us have leadership roles and it's very easy to say, hey, we want to host you in Baton Rouge. From a corporate point of view, yeah, that would be a lot more you know, short-term where if you're going to have a, a sales meeting or uh, um, uh, bring in all the different bank branches, uh, branch managers, yeah, let's do it in Baton Rouge. And, and we do encourage locals not only to invite out-of-town friends and family, but to invite their organizations to uh, convene in baton rouge
0: it's funny you mentioned it and shame on me i never thought about it actually you know and i'll say it admitted you know i sit on a board for the you know parenting media association which is uh-huh. you know and i've said in those you know board meetings where they're saying where are we going to go and we're rattling things off and i've never raised my hand and said why don't you come to baton rouge you know we've got these things to offer it just it didn't occur to me and i guess the first thing i'm thinking with this is and this originally i thought would be just a quick little glaze over question but you've got you know banks and you've got businesses and you've got mortgage companies you've got all these people that have had their people distributed and some of these people are headquartered here and some of them are regionally here and it's going you know hey you don't need to do the big convention let's we'll cross that bridge when we get to it why don't you you know you've been on zoom for two and a half months by the time we're you know through this it might be you know three months four months why don't you bring that team even if it's a small group you know a lot of, you know, a whole bunch of 20-man teams, you know, women teams make a world of a difference. You can start making an impact here.
1: You know, 20 rooms to a hotel, I'm just saying like a 100-room indigo. 20 rooms for that indigo means the difference of being in business or not. And And when you look at the leadership that we've got here between, you know, LSU, Southern, all the different societies they're associated with. Fraternity groups, religious groups, and we touch every market you can imagine. We've got salespeople working uh, minority market, uh, business associated with Southern University, religious conferences, family, family reunions, uh, engineering, scientific, educational, every, every industry imaginable, we're working to try to bring their conferences uh, and their conventions to Baton Rouge. And I
0: think you could say, you know, as I mentioned, using myself, for example, I sit on a board, so I'm only a voice and I don't, you know, run that. But, you know, when it comes to, you know, my companies or when we've got people that are that live here and they have their own companies, well, that's, you're making that decision. You know, if you're going to decide we're going to all meet on Zoom, great. If we're all going to meet, you know, at the office, more power to you. But when you make that decision and say, you know, we're going to go down and meet in New Orleans because it's easy for everybody just to fly into New Orleans, you know, you're pulling away from, you know, your city, you know, bring, you know, fly into new Orleans, fly to Baton Rouge, wherever you want to fly, but you know, bring it here, make it easier on yourself and help the community. And I guess where I'm going is, and I'm going to jump on a limb here. Hopefully it's solid, but you guys can help with that. Even on the small side of things, right. You know, I'm sitting here in my mind going, man, if I got to put this on, you know, I'm not a big guy. I guess I just got to tell everybody, Hey, why don't you go stay, you know, at this hotel. You know. That's
1: what we do. That's exactly what we do. We help you with the planning, the selection process, and there's absolutely no charge for this. Um, we have a, a department called uh, Destination Experience, where they will uh, give you some ideas how to upgrade or or um, uh, do do events or or um, activities associated with your conferences that are really cool. You know, whether it's a crawfish boil, a second line. Uh, bands we've got access to all of that and you hit the nail on the head there's got to be a certain pride in this community to bring conferences here now you know yeah new orleans is easy to fly into no question about it but you're an hour hour and 10 minutes away from new orleans airport even though baton rouge airport is is a very easy airport to navigate okay so you're an hour, hour and a half from 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 new orleans you could live in Houston and be two hours from Houston Airport. You know, when you look at nationally, that's nothing. That is nothing, and and yeah. uh, and even most of our business to regional conferences are drive-in. So the, the you know the, it's so much uh, so much easier. So we're yeah, I looking think that's forward something. to having that convention in Baton Rouge. It's called the Parents, uh, Parent Magazine Association? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's the uh, PMA. We'll have to definitely get, you know, talking about that one um, because we have a convention that's been rescheduled. So sure. so with that, I guess, you know, to point out, you know, and I think, you know, state the obvious, you know, it's nothing for us on Baton Rouge to get, you know, it's across town everywhere is 20 minutes away, you know, unless you hit, you know, some traffic. And thank God we had not had any of that lately. But... Even the week we were saying, you know, hour, hour and a half out of New Orleans, you know, if you live in Dallas, you know, telling somebody you're, you land in Dallas and you drive an hour and a half just to get home in Dallas, you know, these bigger see, people are used to that. It's not that big of a deal. You know, we talk about like, oh, I've got to go all the way to New Orleans or I've got to go to the drop somebody else. And a lot of places that's normal. So, you know, you can book something here. Right. And I guess we're, you know, and to kind of, you know, to skip that and jump into it though even on the small scale, we've done, you know, small events, we brought people, I wouldn't by means call them conventions, but we're just saying, you know, here's the dates. We'll see when you get here versus it'd be a whole lot easier. and would probably look a lot more professional from my side to be able to work with you guys. And Absolutely. then I could put an itinerary together, you know, tell my guests, even if it's 10 of them coming in for a meeting going, here's the itinerary, here's the hotels that you should book, you know, here's some entertainment that we've got put together. And
1: I don't have to do that or my staff doesn't have to do that. You guys are doing that, right? Absolutely. And, and on top of that, if you've got an event, let's just say for the sake of argument, because uh, we know you're going to bring the conference to Baton Rouge, it's just a matter of time. Let's say it's in the fall or spring and it's, uh, it encompasses a Friday for whatever reason. We can say, okay, we just found free entertainment for you on Friday, live after five, downtown. So instead of having your cocktail party, go out there, and enjoy live after five, maybe have your refreshments out there. And we know about all of these events going on. It's important to us that not only the conference or convention or group, and let me tell you, nothing's too small for us to pursue. Nothing's mm-hmm. too small. And if, it's, um, uh, if we've got you coming in, we want, we want your experience as an as a, a attendee to be enhanced we want you to go back home saying wow we want to over promise we want to under promise and over deliver and a perfect example of this is a uh, uh, last summer we had the press women's association convention and we blew them away and they went back home and wrote about baton rouge just like your uh, association we go back to the different cities dallas wherever you your membership is and they'll say hey you know here's a three hour tr- uh, tour to ba- to to Baton Rouge, so we we look at the the ancillary uh, advantages of having groups like the press in town. I'm thinking, you
0: know, going back to the you know kind of how it looks, you know, professional and less work for me. If I've got a group, you know, coming in, if I've got a business, you know, and we're trying to get back to business, right? Right. And so we're bringing a group, you know, if I'm running a company, if I've got a deal, I might be bringing you know three or four stakeholders in. You know, I can reach out to you guys. And, A, you'll kind of, you know, here's the hotels, here's the agenda, here's things to do. You can load them up, and I'm kind of sending them this, you know, two-page doc, and it looks like I've really got it together. But there's a couple other things, you know, perception, you know, is reality for that company. It's that company's now seeing that, A, you took the time to really make sure that you didn't just tell them to go to Priceline and book hotels. You're telling them, you know, here's some people in our community. You're aligned with a brand, Visit Baton Rouge, that they can see. You're loading them up with things to do. And they're more likely it's like, hey, I'm not asking you just to come to sit and listen to me pitch you a deal. I'm asking you to come enjoy, you know, your time, you know, in our city, you know, maybe bring, you know, a child, bring a kid because there's a lot of activities. There's more to us than just business. It's a relationship. And I'd like to do these things with you, with our team. And it turns into an experience. And then by the way, you're going to have a two or three hour meeting, and hopefully close a deal. It would seem (laughs) like that'd be a smarter way to do it.
1: You hit the nail on the head. You said your team. What is the advantage of you bringing that conference to Baton Rouge? Well, you can have as many of your attendees or many of your team attend at no travel cost, one, to the networking opportunities that they will all learn. It just wouldn't be the CEOs, you know, hobnobbing with the CEOs, just like we just had a big travel convention a uh, week before we had to shut down, I think it was the first week in March that that we had not only the networking, but the, the marketing ability. But there's a certain pride that you bring in the community. And I'll tell you, uh, we're seeing it here in Baton Rouge. Uh, I, I would like it to approach the pride that New Orleans has in itself. You know, they've got a love affair with themselves there and Lafayette. But, um, I think it just means so much to bring business here, and the economic impact that you would have. You know, the, the, we're talking about. Uh, I think last year, the conferences that we pursued approached fifty fifty million dollars. You know, economic impact wow. here. That's
0: real numbers, and like you said, if you can get the if you can go and fight to get your conference here, from you know, in your organizations or bringing in you know just those regional managers, those you know people. You, your whole team gets that benefit. So you're saving, you know, on travel, you know, I've read some old statistics, you know, and they, uh, you know, it's, you know, what do they say about statistics? 67% of them are all made up. You know, it's, (laughs) it's, it, there's some value that comes for every person that attends. So if you turned around and said, well, Hey, we're going to go to this convention in Miami. Okay. Well, you're going to send, you're going to spend $15,000 sending, you know, your leadership team. If you were to send your whole team, maybe you're going to spend a hundred you know, to get them over there. So yeah, you might save 100. But then if you're getting two and a half times that, you know, back, that's a quarter million dollar decision by bringing it here versus being, you know, a $15,000 decision to go there. Now, there's a lot of factors that move and we went, I went fast on that. But long story short is there's a big benefit to where people should start thinking and take some pride and say, you know, hey, when these things do start opening back up, and I guess I'm harping on it, because it's what you guys do all day. But in the back of my head, conventions and exhibits, everybody has said, pause, postpone, we'll figure it out. And so hopefully there's somebody watching that will turn around and go, because we know you have to go back into a meeting. You're going to get back on a call and they're going to say, what do we do? Where do we, you know, put this? Do we want to do it again? And now would be the time to step up and say, Hey, throw your hat in the ring. You know, there's Baton Rouge has a lot to offer.
2: It's and like not, I said, you
0: know, yourself. Don't be selfish just because you want to go someplace else, you know, and stay there. You know, bring the deal here, close your deal. You know, save some money, and then go spend it on you know your own personal travel if you need to.
1: And there's no no meeting is too small for us to pursue and to service. And it's important in the case of your association that those folks go back home with a good feeling. And and every every convention that comes to town there's something positive that comes out of it. You know, we had the police mountain bike convention a couple of years ago, and our police mountain bike got to people got to learn from the uh, attendees from throughout the country. So they got to learn best practices, et cetera, how to handle visitors, tours, et cetera. So every meeting is important to us. Um, but I think immediately, Karen hit the, the nail on the head. Uh, first the corporate business has got to come here, but then uh, the leisure. And it's very, very important that, uh, that we, we pursue yeah. that.
0: Yeah. And I'll put it, uh, you know, again, personal example, I went, uh, was it last year? Rarely, you know, I do a fair amount of travel and I'll, it's business I'm in, I'm out, you know, and don't mm-hmm. do too much. I went to, you know, and it's, yeah, I love my city bad Baton Rouge, but you know, a, I went to Vancouver, went up to Canada, went up there and they, the group we went with very similar, you know, had kind of the itinerary, you know, here's what we're doing and we're, here's where we're meeting. And when you're not meeting, go do these things. Here's where you can do, just like you said, it's what made me think about it. I left because I was, you know, quick turn, you know, in and out, but it's on my list of, I want to go back and bring, you know, some family there. That's what we need to do, you know, here in our community as well. Not just, you know, maybe they can't experience everything on that one trip, but if we can give them the taste, you know, to where they're going to want to come back. And so
1: That's why we're so proud of having so many riverboats stop in Baton Rouge because you're talking about a very uh, affluent group of visitors coming into Baton Rouge and spending several hours, maybe as much as almost a full day, seeing what we have and going back to their communities and praising what they've seen here, you know, we went to Baton Rouge and we saw this. We did that, mm-hmm. you know. Whether it's all the conventions, the same thing. Twenty twenty-five will have all the bowlers coming back, and and they go back home and they say wonderful things about their time in Baton Rouge. So, yeah, I think any visitor that comes to Baton Rouge has the potential to be an ambassador. Gotcha. Well, Kate,
0: are we missing anything? We've covered a lot of ground, and I know you guys are super busy, Good. and we're trying to keep up, you know, with things. Is there anything that we're missing there? Anything that, you know, messaging we're going to try to get out, you know, for anybody? Uh, I,
2: think, I think one of the most impressive things that we've seen during this stay-at-home period, it's, you know, something we'd like to continue to see more of, is just the amount of, of activity locally. People are really getting out. They're getting a chance to their own city and don't let this be a stopping point right continue to do that there is so much to see and do and um i think that that can continue into the summer and into the fall for sure and then of course bring people here to explore that with you
0: absolutely paul what do you think are we missing anything we
1: forgetting anything no i i think um it's it's important that we you know we were very proud of a football team just a few months ago and i think we've got to be as proud of this city and and i got to tell you you know we've really we as a community has ha- have handled this pretty well i think we've all followed the the rules you know we're we're back open in a limited uh, basis uh we've got shift of people coming in and out so there's no ex- overexposure between the groups we've got coming in. We're looking forward to when we have a, a full group back at one time. But I would love to see this community continue the pride that we had just a few months ago, and hopefully we'll have the same pride this year with the football team, be it Southern LSU or both. And, and let's realize that, um, you know, you'd never met anybody from Texas that didn't think Texas was the greatest thing in the whole world you know, my home city of New Orleans has a love affair with itself. I think this community has to have the same feeling about itself that it deserves. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll see a lot of that we've
0: over the, you know, between, you know, the floods, you know, the hurricanes, you know, now this, you know, we've all kind of, we're, I think that's building. Like you said, I can, I've felt it. I've, you know, lived in New Orleans. I've, you know, felt some of that, you know, in Baton Rouge is here, but it, it's turning, you know, I think we're turning. I think, you know, they've, you know, the city's done wonderful things with downtown, you know, it's a place to go, you know, it's a place you can just go spend a Sunday afternoon and walk around, you know, I think, and people just need to tell that story, you know, and they need to tell, you know, come on in, you know, we can do, even if it's, you know, a leapfrog, even if it's, it doesn't have to be your whole trip, it could be come in, you know, two days early, let's spend some time, you know, here, and then we'll head (laughs) off, you know, and go there. So, well, look guys, go ahead
1: uh we had seven point in in 2018 or was in 2019? Seven point two million 7.2 million visitors came here for a one-day visit wow that's like uh 10 times the population of baton rouge or even more i mean 15 times the population came here for a one-day visit and And they spent
0: 20 dollars while they were here they dropped it and left
1: oh i can assure you they spent more
0: right (laughs) Well, look, I think this is great. I've been enlightened didn't realize how much there was. I didn't even know that you guys, I could call up and say, like I said, we've done some of our own stuff. So we'll be talking on you know, some of the things as we, you know, plan and put things, you know, moving forward. And hopefully other people will, you know, as well to realize that, you know, Hey, you got a business to run. You got a million things to do. You want to plan all this, you know, or, you know, make a phone call, you know, that can make, you know, you guys can make your life, make their lives a whole lot easier. Absolutely. So. Well, look, you know, Paul, Karen, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you jumping on. I'd love to have you guys come back, you know, kind of tell us an update, you know, start as we start seeing some of these things. I know we're kind of in that gray area right now where we don't actually know. I know you guys will be some of the first to know, you know, kind of what's going on with those hotel numbers start looking like. Those are some telltale signs. You know, we talked with Brack, you know, the other day and they're getting some real time reporting on, you know, gas and you know how much people are spending. And, you know, I think if we can start pulling some of these numbers together, you know, we're at a point where someone told me the other day, all the rules have changed, you know, everything's out of the, you know, so, you know, somebody asked me the other day, like, well, what's the forecast, you know, for Q3, and Q4, I was like, to be here.
1: That's the <laughs> forecast,
0: <laughs> you know, the forecast is to be here. I don't have an idea. I don't have any metrics. I can't pull the last pandemic. So we'd love to have you come back on and just, as you see some things and just, you know, it's just sometimes a bit of encouragement. Hey, hotel, they're still ticking up. People are coming to hotels. We're starting to see, you know, there's more chatter about, you know, events and things like that coming on. So if you would, we'd love to have you down the road.
1: We'd love to be back. And
0: so, well, look, I'll let you guys get back to your day. It is a Friday. Um, it's a beautiful day out there. I think we've got some weather, but I've uh, upset a couple people throughout the shows on Fridays where I say, you know, have a good time, go to church online this weekend, or if you can sneak in, you know, do it, but oh well. So
1: thank you guys. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye.